is upside down 50 for you right now. <laughs> okay, now look that. here on the water cooler. We might have to take this out now that he's oh, ru- come on. He, he ruined the best Super Bowl halftime of all time. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be dying on this hill then, huh? Yeah. No, I, it was fine. It was all right. I just I just I feel loved like it. I, see, I love 50 Cent. I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought the appearance was great. Like, this is awesome. Would you consider him an icon? Yeah, absolutely. We he got just... shot, what, nine times? Live. <laughs> that doesn't make him an icon. Mean, of course it makes him an icon. I suppose he's Got an shot icon. nine times, lived, now performing in the Super Bowl. Well, I was just trying to think of, like, how many icons they had. Certainly Snoop and Dr. Dre and Eminem. And then, like, Mary J. Uh, yeah, kind of. Probably not quite icon. Not, not, not on the same level. 50 Cent. I mean, that's kind of unfair comparison, though. Like, I wouldn't. Like, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Eminem are kind of like. At the very top of your list of icons, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. If you you can't just, well, I mean, compared to this, like the Hall no. of Fame. If we put everybody in the Hall of Fame, it doesn't matter, you know. Then everybody's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but if it, if we if we narrow down what icon means, I don't know. I think Fifty Cent might be on the outside looking in. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> what is up with you? What, what is your what is your? It's not a big vitamin water Cent. guy, okay? I don't you don't know. like vitamin? Oh, no, I, I do like vitamin. vitamin. I love I'm vitamin just kidding. Water. Yeah, he was one of the first investors. Him and uh, Big Poppy, right? I think so. Yeah. And then uh, did he? No, that, I'm thinking of Dre. The the headphones. Dre's yeah, he's beats yeah. the beats. I thought, but yeah, I don't really like beats headphones. very much. Yeah, no, <laughs> they look cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's made his money off of it, so it was kind of cool. And, and especially <laughs> just being in Inglewood was very cool. Were oh, you yeah. were you bothered that Snoop uh, puffed on some Mary J before going up there? No, what did you expect? <laughs> I mean, did we really think he wasn't going to? I would like, have been disappointed on. if he didn't, right? I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I, that's what I was saying. I was like, come on, like let's. <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves here. Like, did you yeah. think any differently? To be fair, too, I uh, one of my favorite uh, just halftime performances of all time was Snoop Dogg at the Kansas uh, basketball uh, <laughs> halftime. It was like their kickoff special for the year. Did really? you ever see that? No, I never saw that. Oh, it was this big the controversy because he brought like strippers type. You know, they were like gyrating to on poles a, and stuff to a college basketball. To a college basketball. Yeah, but it was like, but then the argument, like people were mad, like how could they do this? And then Snoop Dogg was like, "You hired Snoop Dogg to do it." What were you expecting? No, that's actually a good point. So they did. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, they didn't necessarily bring that to the table. Just now, like uh, sure. Drake playing warm ups with the Kentucky basketball team. You seen that? Yeah, that's just a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, Drake could just put himself in anybody's gear and feel pretty good about it <laughs> yeah, there for a while. I don't there. know what that was. I mean, I guess I would be the same way, you know, travel everywhere, if you can. hang out with all the teams. Well, the best is when in the middle of Raptors games in the finals, you would go uh, uh, high-five Nick Nurse oh, like, yeah. during the middle of the game. And like, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Sit down, Drake. Uh, that's enough fun. Let's talk about Nebraska <laughs> basketball. Uh, another loss uh, once again here at Carver Hawkeye Arena uh, just yesterday. And, and if it makes you feel any better, in front of a national TV audience yeah. on FS1, Nebraska falling to 1-13 in Big Ten play, 7-18 and overall against a middling Iowa team that's probably going to try to make a run at the tournament, no doubt. But uh, either way, not an overwhelming team. Keegan Murray, for what it's worth, very, very overwhelming. Beast, yeah. uh, Nebraska did not have an answer for him. Uh, I think it was uh, between his last two games, 
He's like 29 of 35 with 67 points. Goodness gracious. It's incredible. He had 37 against Nebraska. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it was uh, it was ugly, though. The, the worst part of it, of course, 53-25 at halftime. Nebraska and Iowa, you know, Nebraska outscored Iowa 50-45 to in the second half, but it wasn't necessarily the most competitive game. Jordan Bohannon was taking <laughs> ridiculous threes uh, just, just because he could because the Hawkeyes were up by so much. So, um, it was uh, – it, it felt like almost a new low. Would you say this is a new low compared to the Northwestern game a few weeks ago? I mean, obviously, it, it takes away from the victory they had right. against Minnesota. kind of wipes that out off the board. Um, not because they lost this game, but because of how ugly it looked. No, I don't think this is a new low. I think your lowest of lows, Northwestern, and luckily for Nebraska, they were able to win the next game against Minnesota. I mean, you're playing on the road against Iowa, who, like you said, is probably going to be a tournament team. If not, they're going to be right on the outside looking in. So... I don't think this is a new low. I think how they lost can definitely make it an argument because, like you said, 53-25 to 25 after the first half. I mean, it was – since basically the opening tip-off, I mean, this game was done. This game yeah. was toast. So, I, I, don't, I, I think the problem with Nebraska that we're running into at this point is, like, I know this hasn't really changed too much throughout the season, but there's no identity. I mean, what's the, what's the identity of this team? You know, I, you don't play very good defensively. I mean, Bryce McGowan's wins freshman of the week again I saw in the Big Ten, but – I mean, outside of that, I mean, where where are you going from here? I I don't know. I, yeah. I I'm interested to hear your perspective because I mean, I know you. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I, I watched the beginning of the game and I had to turn it off. I mean, it was it, it was that bad, and it's just like I feel like a lot of Husker fans are probably reaching the same point as I am. Is that once they go down big early, I mean, is there any confidence that this team is going to come back? No, probably oh, no. not. So I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's tough. For what it's worth, I kind of like the uh, color rush look, like right Iowa wears yeah, no, their, their yeah. yellow homies home uniforms. And oh, uh, you're uh, an Iowa guy. I always forget. About well, that. no, I just Nebraska wear their reds. I just like I like the color matchup. Um, but that was about mm. all, all there was to like. If you're a Nebraska fan to yeah. watch that game, I almost I'm almost getting to the point of like because I was done this a few times on the basketball court to Nebraska too. They always kind of get the national TV deals because they're the rivalry. I just wonder, like, if if you're if you're don't have uh you know a, a fight you know anything in the battle here for it, um if you just turn on Nebraska Iowa game, how long would you stay tuned to it, football <laughs> or basketball? Just because you know the ending, you know that Iowa is going to. Well, end football up at least game. was a little bit more interesting. I it mean, they were up what yeah. twenty at one point. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't twenty. Maybe it was like sixteen or something like that. I don't know. But th- yeah, I mean, this one again. I. I'll be honest. Say it was about ten minutes. I turned it off. And I'm, I'm assuming I was probably not in the minority when I was when I was doing that. It's just what what are you, what are you watching for? I mean, if you're just knowing going into the game that you're going to lose, and then maybe there's a glimmer of hope when you start the game, you play well. I mean, there there was never. I mean, this game was over early. I I mean, credit to you for watching the whole game. I mean, was there any point in time you're like, oh, maybe they're getting something together, maybe they're getting going a little bit, or was it just kind of no? I mean, this was about the first half. Like the second half was just kind of an open gym look for a right. lot of the guys and the stats uh, didn't really matter and, and they might have looked better by for Nebraska by the end because both teams were just kind of emptying their benches right. and throwing whatever they wanted out there. Keegan Murray could have had 50 if they would have played seriously yeah. down the stretch in the second half there um, and because Nebraska just didn't have an answer for him. Uh, it it's but that's why I, I think it gets to close to a new low is, is is part of it is because it's Iowa. I mean, that's the team right. um, that Nebraska, obviously the biggest rivalry in the Big Ten for them. And the other part of it, and, I, and I've said this before, is that I, I feel like 
Iowa's program is one that Nebraska should compare itself to, right? Should be able to say, okay, we can pretty much do Mm -hmm. what they can do. They've done a great job of getting, you know, stars on campus. Keegan Murray uh, wasn't a guy that had a whole lot of offers, so they they kind of develop him. And, and that you know, I was been able to do that and have first teamers from, you know, the Luca Garzas, the Peter Jocks, those guys in the past for the for the past 10 years. Um, almost, you know, almost 12 years now for Fran McCaffrey. And he still hasn't made it to a sweet 16, but Nebraska, I, that's just the, when I step back and look at it, I think, man, what Nebraska would kill for a Fran McCaffrey. And I know we, oh, like, absolutely. we like to hate him and he's kind of curmudgeon and all that stuff. But, you know, despite the fact he's not taking him to the sweet 16, just the consistency in the Iowa program. They're always ca- competitive. They have that identity. They're right. competitive. They have a fr- you know, kind of a fun style. This That's what this, this game also was, was partially – depressing too is because they did what nebraska wants to do they they're they're not going to have the traditional bigs beat you down in the post mm-hmm. now that luca garza's out of there um they like to run up and down the floor Absolutely. and shoot and try to get score 100 and <laughs> they did they got close and the other thing too i, I think the northwestern game also i i i felt like okay they're they hit seven of eight threes and part of that's due to your defense and i'm not saying uh that there's any any redeeming quality of the northwestern game other than the fact like this happens in modern day basketball where if one team goes off from the three-point line and hits 15 of them and you can't keep up like yeah that's a big point disparity right. that's that's the new age of the new game right. it happens that's how it's played blowouts yeah. every night in the nba when one team's on fire and one team's not that happened in the northwestern game that didn't happen in this game. Yeah. Iowa was not on fire, especially in the first half from beyond the arc. Um, they weren't on fire all game long. They just consistently beat Nebraska, and especially in the hustle category. I don't have the – I should pull the numbers up because I know I had them on my phone. Was like the, the fast break points in the first half was like 19 to nothing. The, the, the uh, points off of turnovers was 10 to nothing. Nebraska wasn't getting anything out of them, uh, and, and Iowa was, was – you know that was a big part of their game so right. um just frustrating altogether the, the nebraska's next game is on friday I, I promise we won't um just make you sad all week long <laughs> and talk about nebraska basketball too much um but you know coming off this game i thought it was uh important to do so and right you know it's just it goes back to the bigger discussion uh, and and nothing's changed there as far as the buyout so um and it honestly doesn't move the needle at all for me because i remember when we talked about it earlier I, I believe it was last thursday we said what what are the games on the schedule that you realistically expect to be competitive and that you could win this iowa game was not one of them i mean yeah would i have liked it to be maybe within single digits yeah that'd be nice but i don't think anyone had any expectation to win this game i think if you play a game like that against maryland and penn state okay maybe we're looking at a, a different conversation but it just doesn't move the needle at all for me. I mean, that, that buyout's still the same, and this wasn't a game you really expected to win. So Yeah, but you expect – I mean, you expected – the idea coming off of Michigan for Northwestern, Minnesota, and Iowa, the game's coming up, was, okay, you know what? You've been, gone on 0-11 – Ofer in the Big Ten's awful. There's nothing that can be. There's nothing can be said about that, other than the fact, you know what? You're playing all these losses are to top level Big Ten teams. They're all right. the top half of the right. conference. They're all going to the the dance. Okay, you know you need to get a few of them. They didn't get any of them. It's disappointing. The season's already out the window. Right. But at least down yeah. the second yeah. the ha- yeah. second half of the Big Ten schedule is winnable games. Bottom half of the Big Ten, Iowa included. And so two of their first three games, like, yeah, they, they beat Minnesota, but two of their first three games against that bottom half of the Big Ten is absolute just <laughs> getting punched out early right. and getting destroyed altogether against Iowa and Northwestern. 
That the goes, Northwestern is worse. The Iowa, I mean, again, you're playing on the road at Iowa. Like you've said, historically, you don't play great against Iowa, and Iowa's a bubble team right now. I mean, if Iowa made the tournament, I, I'd probably be more surprised if Iowa didn't make the tournament than if they did make the tournament at this point in time. But most of their wins are against bottom half of the Big Ten teams, too, in Iowa. And not that Nebraska isn't one of them, but right. I... I wouldn't put Iowa in the, you know, this isn't like losing to Ohio State or Michigan State no, or anything. No, no. I'm not saying that. But, I mean, again, like, you have opportunities against Maryland and Penn State, which are actually legitimately at the bottom of the Big Ten. I mean, these are teams that are in the same category of Nebraska that there's no hope. Just hope for the, like, <laughs> there's quite literally, there's no hope. Right. Hope for the for best. this season. Maybe yeah, build there. morale a little bit by getting a win or two. These are the games to look at. Okay, if you play a game like that against Maryland, Sure. Maryland at home on a Friday night in Pinnacle Bank Arena and you're getting smoked up and down the floor. Okay, maybe we're having a different discussion and Hoiberg's on his way out. But again, this game just it doesn't move the needle for me at all. I it was it wasn't expected. I didn't expect it to look that bad, but they weren't gonna beat Iowa. I think you'd be fooling yourself if you said they were gonna beat Iowa. Well You th- you know. really thought they were gonna beat Iowa on the road. Th- I don't think they're gonna beat anybody, but <laughs> right, I think you did. I'm not, I, I I didn't necessarily think they were gonna beat Minnesota because they they I mean they're like you right. know, like the football team. I don't think they're gonna win, <laughs> but I think they could be competitive. I think they should be able to be in the game. And this one was was not anywhere close to it. Again, the final score makes it look a lot better than the, right. the halftime. 53-25 against your your hated rivals, supposedly. Mm-hmm. That's not not a lock for the NCAA tournament. They were 500 in Big Ten play. And you just get absolutely blown out of the building on national TV. Coming off a win. You're supposed yeah. to you know, This is your chance for momentum. Yeah. I mean, it, okay, let me ask you then. Does it move the needle at for you? Are you still in on Hoiberg or out? It does. It did move the needle one bit lower. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think a little bit, but I mean, again, it's so hard to have that conversation when you don't know the budget. Right. Eighteen and a half million sounds crazy, and it's a lot in coaching buyout money, but it doesn't sound a whole lot, I guess, when you're comparing it to an one hundred fifty million dollar addition to Memorial Stadium. So, how much is eighteen million? You know, in that budget, we don't know. It's hard to, for us to to tell you that. Gus, uh, it's hard to move the needle off of E. Well, yeah, there's no heartbeat <laughs> in the program. Yeah, it's like, I guess if it's already on empty. <laughs> I don't know. Again, it, Maryland, I'm going to say it now. They're going to beat Maryland. Friday night in Pinnacle Bank Arena, they're going to beat Maryland. It's fine. It's fine, Huskers fans. Slow it down. It's fine. Iowa wasn't going to be a win. It wasn't going to be a win. Maryland, Maryland's <laughs> a win. Just wait. Hey, I, I said they were going to beat Minnesota, and you said no. They'll beat Maryland. I didn't say no. I said I didn't believe. I just, they'll beat Maryland. I, I wouldn't be fine. put any money down on it. It'll be fine. I don't know if it'll be fine, but they might beat Maryland. I, well, then the question is, does that move the needle for you? Does that do anything for we're you? We're not on E anymore, Gus. <laughs> we beat Maryland. We're, we're a little bit. We're a nick or two above uh, above E. As I like, I, I texted Strick and I said, I think Hoiberg's winning percentage in the Big Ten is ten, like under ten percent, and falling. So yeah. as, as well, a bad, yeah, maybe not. We'll take a quick break here on the water cooler. Round things up right around the corner on 93.7 The Ticket.